Well, hey everyone, and welcome to episode number 14 of our weekday series called Your Questions, God's Questions. And we've got 14 questions so far, and uh, I've got room for more, so you've got to keep sending them in. I have spoken to a couple of people the last, uh, I don't know, two, three days uh, with some fantastic questions. So we've still got a little bit more ammunition here until we get to God's questions. And whoa, those are big. And uh, we'll take a look at those for a little while as well. But I invite you to keep joining us uh, every weekday. I do it just about every weekday. Took a day off for St. Jean-Baptiste, and uh, we'll do so again for Canada Day. But otherwise, we'll, we'll meet every day, and I encourage you to forward this to other people as well. Uh, you can do, th- do so through Facebook or through our website. Uh, the recording will be on our website and Podbean and Apple Podcast platforms, and maybe you'll run into an answer that you think, oh, this would be helpful for someone, or somebody needs to hear this. Or So it's nice to be able to uh, record these things and keep them uh, on, the, uh, on the World Wide Web. So uh, thank you for tuning in with us today. And we've got a, a very interesting question today. Uh, they're all great. Um, this one I don't think I've ever been asked uh, in this way. And... Uh, that's saying something because I've been teaching the Bible for more than 20 years. Uh, so this is an interesting question and um, it goes something like this. What is the difference between philosophy, psychology, and religion? And uh, I, I asked the questioner to, to unpack this a little bit for me. And um, the idea is that, you know, you can read... Um, books on psychology and philosophy, and they delve into religion. Uh, For example, the Canadian psychologist, very, very popular, especially amongst young men, uh, named Jordan Peterson, frequently um, invokes religion in his teaching and in uh, in his writing. And uh, he does so mm, uh, with a particular angle uh, towards psychology, obviously, and we know why do we think the way that we think, why do we behave the way that we behave, and he will use uh, stories in the Bible and characters in the Bible as illustrations and object lessons and so on. For Peterson, it doesn't matter if they happened. For Peterson, it doesn't matter if Jesus really did actually physically, historically rise from the dead. Uh, he can He can apply this in a psychological way to people. Uh, but he delves into the Bible. Um, there, uh, philosophy, uh, which started as a, as a love of wisdom, has evolved into, I mean, philosophy touches on a, a kind of every area of life. So y- you can ask the question, for example, um, why am I here? And the philosopher will say that is a philosophical question. And the psychologist will say that is a, psycho- a psychological question. Um, you know, the philosopher is speaking about existential things and so on. The psychologist, well, why are you thinking that question? And religion will also have an answer to that question. Now, uh, it, 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 de- it depends on how we define this broader question that's been asked. What's the difference between psychology and philosophy and religion? Uh, depending on how you define religion. 
So if we define religion as, well, you know, we have to do certain things, pray certain prayers, not do certain things, avoid certain things, uh, you know, love our neighbor as ourselves, do unto others as we would have them do to us, the golden rule, uh, the great commandment, um, uh, but, but in a sense of you've got to do certain things and avoid certain things and pray certain prayers and all of that. And if you do all those things, you can be saved. You can be right with your God, whatever religion it is. You know, the, the view is kind of, well, they're all sort of similar. They're all court, sort of the same, again, de- depending on how you define this word religion. And therefore, you do certain things to attain a right standing with your deity. That's religion. And so for many people, they say, well, religion is our invention to to uh, cope with life. And uh, you see religion everywhere in the world. And so this is something that people have kind of invented themselves to, um, to find a way to cope with life. I've debated uh, a little bit of debate back and forth online uh, with a Satanist uh, in recent months, and uh, this was his take. His take was, you know, you Christians, you just invent this thing. This is just a man-made religion because you can't cope with the harsh reality of life. And if religion is is what we do in order to appease whatever deity, well then, you don't necessarily have a huge difference between philosophy religion and um, psychology not in, not if you define religion that way because what happens is psychology or trying to understand why we think the way we think and ultimately why we're doing the things that we're doing uh, psychology will only get you so far if you think about attaining salvation uh, psychology is only going to get you so far uh, philosophy, while wonderful, is only going to get you so far. And by the way, I'm not anti-psychology. I'm not anti-philosophy. One of the great uh, Christian philosophers of our day is is Dr. William Lane Craig. And I would highly uh, uh, encourage you to listen to him, read his body of work. Again, his name is William Lane Craig. Big presence on the Internet as well. And uh, there are a lot of wonderful uh, psychologists out there, and and they can help us to understand why we're thinking the way that we're thinking. But in the grand scheme of things, when you look into the picture uh, of the Bible and the the observation about humanity uh, from the Bible's perspective, philosophy is only going to get you so far. Psychology is only going to get you so far. And religion is only going to get you so far. You have God on one side, you have us on the other, and there's this huge gap between us. And so we try to cross that gap using different things. And psychology, philosophy, religion, we try and make it over to God. And we can't. We cannot do it in our own effort, in our own strength. This is what the Bible has to say about it. And uh, the term uh, Paul uses, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Uh, Colossians chapter 2 um, has a, has a, a wor- uses the word philosophy, but I want you to see it uh, the way that it uses it here. And this is Paul again. Um, see to it that no one takes you captive 
through hollow and deceptive philosophy. And so we say, ah, philosophy is bad. Well, hold on, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than Christ. Um, What he's doing there is he's addressing a problem in the church in Colossae where uh, people were being taught that salvation was attainable through secret knowledge or through following Jewish ceremonies and rituals, uh, and that's how you could achieve salvation. What he's saying here is that is a deceptive philosophy. He's not talking about the whole study of philosophy that we're talking about in the 21st century. So be careful how you use that word. Uh, what he meant by it then and what we mean by it today are two different things. Um, so the Bible isn't anti-philosophy, but what the Bible is saying is um, you're only going to get so far with these things. Philosophy, psychology, uh, religion. You can't cross the gap that's there because of your sin. And so what the Bible says is a stark contrast. God comes to us. We cannot go to him. He comes to us in the person of Jesus of Nazareth and dies on the cross, a penal, vicarious substitution for our sins, a propitiation, old word, for our sins, a substitute for our sins. And so now that gap is crossed. So knowledge won't get you there. Wisdom won't get you there. Religion, if it's a bunch of do's and don'ts, won't get you there. What's going to get you there is God comes and brings you. He rescues us through the cross of Christ, okay? Uh, I'll give you another passage here. I'm able to pull it up on my... uh, on my device here. So 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Uh, this again is, is Paul. And um, take a look at what he writes here in uh, verse 18. Right? Chapter 1, 1 Corinthians. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved is the power of God. And then he quotes from the Old Testament uh, uh, passage, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent I will frustrate from Isaiah, the major prophet. Where is the wise person, he says? Where is the teacher of the law? That's the religious person. Where is the philosopher of this age? That's the ancient Greek philosopher. Has not God made foolish the wisdom of of the world for since in the wisdom of God the world through its wisdom did not know him God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom but we preach preach Christ crucified ah there you have it a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Greeks but to those who whom God has called both Jews and Greeks Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God So, again, what's being said here is we need to be rescued. We cannot rescue ourselves. Psychology, noble pursuit, it's very good, very, very helpful, and I advocate uh, psychology when done in in, in the right way. Philosophy, wonderful study, and philosophy will bring you to a place, hopefully, where you understand who Jesus is. Um, And psychology will bring you to a place, hopefully, where you understand you need a savior. But ultimately, God has to come to us and rescue us. So ultimately, the answer to the question, psychology is not enough for salvation. Philosophy, not enough for salvation. Religion, 
not enough for salvation. God has to come to us to save us in order that we may discover him and in 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 that process discover who we are as well. So I hope that's uh, hope that's clear or at least as clear as mud as they say and uh, does does encourage you a little bit and um, we'll take uh, a day off uh, tomorrow for Saturday and look forward to being with you. Uh, for our service on Sunday morning at Facebook Live at 11 a.m. We're going to continue our series in the letters of Peter called Podcasts from Peter. Hope to see you then. Until then, God bless you.